this episode, we're going to help you change the way you think about selling on social media so you can get more conversions for your clients. Because now, more than ever before, social media marketers need to be able to give clients a return on investment. But that's really hard when you're mainly focused on brand awareness or community building, which lots of courses seem to focus on at the moment. Getting sales on social media seems really difficult because it's not really a sales platform. And you probably don't come from a sales background, which makes it even harder. So in this episode, we're going to help you make a big mindset shift to help you understand how you can get sales on social. We are the two Lauras and Laura Moore, you've worked in sales for a long time, haven't you? Thanks. That made me sound really old. (laughs) Yes, I've worked in sales since the day that I left school. I won't tell you how many years that is because that really will age me. But yeah, sales is pretty much in my blood, I suppose, running through my bloodstreams. And I know that you've worked in marketing for what, 10 or 15 years now, quite a long time. Yeah, I like how you give the years away for me, but you don't give the years (laughs) away for you. Yeah, so over the years, we've tried all sorts of things when it's come to selling on and off social media. And we've discovered one thing that actually works. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can use this method of selling on social to not only feel less awkward, but also get more results for your clients. And we're also going to give you a bonus tip that will help you to prove your return on investment. So we want to introduce you to selling with a launch model on social media. Most people selling on social media will be selling their products and their services all year round. Whereas a launch strategy is just a little bit different. So a launch strategy is when your content and your messaging all around selling is held within a specific period of time. So for example, you might have a one week launch where you're focusing all of your promotional content, all of your sales posts to get people to take action, to buy something during that just one week period. Okay, but hang on. If someone's listening and thinking, what about the rest of the time? So the other 51 weeks of the year, does that mean that we're stopping people from buying any other time? No, (laughs) because people can buy any time, but they often don't buy at all if that's the case, because they can come back tomorrow or they can put it off till later this evening. And it's not like when you're selling something in a store where the reason for you to buy something now is because you're in that shop right now. If you don't buy it now and you go home, you're going to have to get off your ass, travel back to that shop, make the journey and go and buy it. So you've got a reason kind of built in when you're shopping in store. But when you're selling online, people don't have to get off of their sofa. Maybe they have to reach over and, you know, go and grab a credit card or something, but they don't have to leave their house. So there's no reason to buy it now. And I know that you've done this, but if you're listening, I bet you've done this as well. I bet there's been times where you've been scrolling through social media and you've seen something that you quite like. You think, oh, I might buy that or I might sign up to that. And then you get distracted, maybe because the kettle's boiled or the adverts have finished on the TV or somebody asks you a question or something. And you think, oh, well, I'll do that later. Or you forget about it entirely. And then you don't do it later because you've either forgotten or you've, you know, it's just gone out of your mind or you think, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And it never happens. Which reminds me that there is a pair of sandals I keep meaning to buy. I keep forgetting. (laughs) 
And that's the risk, isn't it? That comes when those sandals are on sale all of the time, you can go back and buy them anytime. And what happens is that you don't buy them. <laughs> so having a specific time period where all of the messaging is focused on buying that thing, that gives people a reason to buy. And we see a lot of people out there who say that selling this way with a launch strategy is really stressful, it's really difficult. But the reality is that any method of selling can be as easy or as stressful as you make it. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. And when it comes to a launch strategy for social media marketing, it's just about being organized and strategic in the content that you put out so that everything aligns to getting your audience excited and ready to take that particular action. And as we've mentioned earlier, people mistakenly think that selling with a launch means you'll sell less as you're only selling in a specific period of time, when actually you'll often sell far more during a launch and you can then run launches throughout the year. So the chances are that you will actually see your sales increase. Yeah, I would agree with that. Definitely. When people have got a reason to buy, they're more likely to buy. And we typically, as marketers, when we're looking at people using launches, we would typically see people like coaches, course creators, membership site owners using this type of sales method, this launch strategy. But this can work for absolutely any industry, absolutely any type of business, any of your clients. Um, if you think about like a new TV show or a new style of Nike trainer or the new iPhone, they're all sold via the launch model, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. We even have a podcast that we did a while back called Sound Like Adele, where we talked about how Adele uses launches. And quite frankly, if it's good enough for Adele, then it's good enough for us, right? <laughs> so if you want to go back and have a listen to that, it's episode 14. But remember, it's not just about launching something new. Anytime you want to sell anything on social media, you can use a launch strategy because remember, a launch is essentially just a promotional period. Yeah. And I would say there's pros and cons with a launch. And I would say that the biggest benefit of using this kind of sales strategy, of using a launch, is that if you are somebody who doesn't like selling on social media, or if you feel awkward about it, if it doesn't run through your blood like it does with me when it comes to sales, then it can feel much better and you can feel much more confident if you can put all of your promotional posts into one really short period of time. Yeah, and there's a benefit of that as well in that you can plan that around your lives, which sounds ridiculous, but if you're quite a busy person and you know that there are going to be times where you have a quieter time, then you can plan your launches for then as opposed to constantly kind of running around feeling like you're chasing your tail you can be much more strategic in terms of your diary management it's like we would never launch anything like in the school holidays we just wouldn't do it so you can be much more kind of strategic to help you in your business as well yeah and to think about your audience and what they're doing and stuff and often when you're doing a launch is when you'll get lots of questions so yeah if you're really busy you probably don't want to be doing a launch because you're going to get all of those questions But also, if you are that sort of person where you don't feel confident with selling all the time, by using a launch, you don't have to constantly sell to your audience. And you also don't have to constantly think of new reasons to get them to buy from you because you will have a good reason. And 
you might be one of these people who worries that you're selling too much on social. If you're, you know, putting sales posts out every week or, you know, a couple of times a week, you might be worrying that your audience is going to get bored of you constantly selling to them, which we would disagree with, by the way, on a side note. But using a launch strategy, you don't ever get that kind of feeling of like tiring your audience out, do you? No, definitely not. And as and we've said this before as well, but using this kind of strategy is brilliant for getting people to take action because you'll be giving them a reason to buy now rather than keep putting it off like I'm doing with these pair of sandals. <laughs> yeah, it's that FOMO factor, isn't it? You just yeah. haven't had the FOMO when it comes to the sandals yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, so FOMO can play a huge part in your sales and that fear of missing out on a particular offer is what pushes people over the line, so to speak. So those sandals, if they were to suddenly come and target me and say, get these sandals and get a second pair half price, for example, I'd be there. I'd go and buy them, them right now because I would have that fear of missing out on that particular product or offer. So if a product or service is available all year round, like these sandals currently are, then I have no desire to buy it now, as I have no irresistible offer. (laughs) Yeah, so there's one downside that's often talked about when it comes to selling with a launch strategy, is that you will often hear people say that launch strategies are not a good way to run your business because you get all of your sales in a defined period of time and you then don't get sales throughout the rest of the year. Now, we would disagree on that quite strongly because if your launch is done well, people will want to buy all year round, depending on what it is you're selling. And there should be no reason that they can't. Now, some things, it might be that they're not available all year round. But launch strategy doesn't just work for things that go away, if you like, the things that are not available all year round. It can literally work for anything, can't it? Yeah, 100%. There are several key elements of a launch strategy that you'll need to figure out to get it to work for you. But we're going to focus on two of the most important ones So you can start to implement a sales strategy like this for your business or your clients. So the first one is your irresistible offer. And I've got a couple of examples of this just literally recently. So last night I was looking to buy my son an Xbox. Now it is worth saying that I didn't buy one in the end because the reality of having a young child with an Xbox convinced me to not buy it. However, when I was looking and I spent hours last night looking, I had like Smith's Toy Superstore open, uh, Argos open, Amazon, all of that. And I was looking at, once I decided which Xbox, because who knew there were more than one, uh, once I decided which Xbox I was going to get in, I noticed that there were different offers at different price points. And then we saw a bundle and I think it was on Smith's, um, a bundle where you got the exact games that we knew that he would want to play on the Xbox. So that was it. My decision was made. I closed Argos, closed everybody else's, and I put that in the basket. Now, as I say, I didn't actually buy it, but it was the offer that was available at that time that made me want to add it to my basket. And I, if I hadn't have changed my mind, would have bought that particular one. So that offer was 
time sensitive. There was a countdown on it. So I had to make that decision kind of there and then. Um, And it was a great way for me to be motivated to buy from that particular retailer as opposed to anybody else. And then another example that I could think of an irresistible offer that I am a sucker for is when you go into a department store to buy a lipstick, for example. That is your one thing that you need to go into that store to buy. And as you walk past all the marketing materials, you see that if you buy that lipstick, but also a mascara, you get a little nice little bag full of little samples, uh, full size things as well. So you might get a full size nail varnish, you get all these extras. And I am an absolute sucker for it. You're not the only one. I do this all the time. And I bet it's the same brand. I've got a drawer in my bedroom that is filled with all of those freebies that I never use. But I would buy the skincare or whatever it is because I could get this little cute bag that I don't need because I've got a hundred of them and all these freebies that I know I'm not going to need. But I I will literally spend more money just to get this thing that I don't even want or need. <laughs> it's really bad, isn't it? It is. It, it just works so well. I'd be interested to yeah. know if there is anyone else listening who is uh, also a sucker for this type of marketing. But it works. It work. Like I remember yeah. my mum used to do this because she used to give us all the the freebie shades of lipstick that didn't suit her. She used to just give them to me and my sister, and I'd be walking around with like coral lipstick on age five (laughs) because that was what my mom used to give me so it's a win-win though isn't it it's a win for the customer and it's a win for the retailer and actually some of those samples it could be a double win because you might try one of those samples and actually you do like it and then you then go and spend more money because you've tried it absolutely i guess my point with this particular example is that lipstick is available all year round. I would have walked into that shop and bought that lipstick, irrespective of whether there was an offer, because it's available. But it was because there was that irresistible offer that made me buy it now, made me spend spend more more money. money. Yeah. So I think my point is that when people feel like if you've got a launch, you're only going to be selling it in this specific period of time, That's not the case. These products that you'll be selling for either yourself or for your clients, they can be available all year round. And as Laura said earlier, people will buy them all year round, assuming they're available all year round. But sometimes pulling it into an irresistible offer or bundle or whatever that may be is what pushes people over the line to make that purchase now. So have a think about what you're selling and how you could craft your own irresistible offer for it it's really important to stress though i know obviously we've just been talking about like free gifts that go with it but it doesn't have to be free gifts or discounts and in fact we'd probably recommend that you don't ever do a discount if you can help it we never would but it could be there's a a guarantee or you might be offering a free social media audit for example or if it was an e-com business maybe it's something like free postage or anything else at all that will make whatever it is that you're selling more irresistible to your audience so they've got a reason to buy it now. So that's the first part. The second important element of this launch strategy will be your cart close date. Now that is the deadline that people need to make a decision by. 
And this is what really makes a launch sales strategy so powerful because by having that deadline, it gives you a reason to get off the fence. Just like when you were saying just now about that countdown timer when you were looking at the the Xbox. And when we're at that makeup counter, there's always a deadline, isn't it? For when you can't get that free gift after. And that's what makes you make a decision. And it makes you get off the fence and just make that decision and buy it or not. But the deadline doesn't have to mean that the product or the service that you're selling goes away forever. It just means that however you've packed up that offer, that's what goes away. So if there was free gifts, then they would that would no longer be available. You might have to go and buy those gifts. Or if it was a certain bundle of games that came with the Xbox, after that date, it might be a different bundle of games. So it's not, it's not the same offer. Maybe the free postage ends, something like that. But the crucial thing is that there has to be a deadline when it comes to using this sales strategy, and it has to be authentic. You can't just whack in a deadline and say you have to buy it before XYZ date, or you won't get free postage, or you won't get these free gifts. And then you still offer the free postage or the free gifts because it's not authentic. Your audience won't trust you anymore. It has to be real. That's like certain furniture store that's across the UK in particular. And they always have an offer on. It's always something. It's the same offer. They just call it something different. It's like the summer offer and the winter offer. But the offer's the same. They've just called it something different. And to me... I now don't have trust in their prices. I always think, well, actually, is this the right price? Or am I going to, should I wait another week because they might have their winter offer? And so if you start kind of being really inauthentic with your offers, then people just lose that trust in you and then they don't buy, they go elsewhere then, don't they? And probably pay more anyway because at least they have that trust. Yeah, there was, it used to be a sports shop in Brighton near me that always had a closing down sale sign in the window. And it had this sign for years and years. So no one believed that they were closing down anymore. So guess what? No one went and shopped with them. So guess what? They actually did close down because you just didn't believe that they were, that, that it was authentic. So yeah, it has to be real. Otherwise you just lose trust with everybody. Yeah, And you want your business or your client's business to have that, that trust with their audience, don't you? So don't mm-hmm. make it up. Okay, another example with our social proof course. Last time we launched, we have specific bonuses that were available to people who signed up early. And after that deadline, you could still sign up. You just wouldn't get the actual bonuses that we'd mentioned. And as we were running the program live, we had a built-in deadline for someone to sign up. We didn't need to make a deadline because the start date was the deadline. So at the beginning of this episode, we promised you a bonus tip to help you with proving a return on investment to your clients, because there is nothing worse than working your ass off, getting all of these sales for them, and then they think that they've come from somewhere else. So we would recommend that you insist all your clients use Google Analytics. And in fact, we won't take on a client that doesn't have this set up on their website because there's absolutely no reason not to have it set up. You want to be able to track where your traffic comes from and where your sales or your leads come from. Once your client has got that set up, then you as a social media manager should be using UTMs for all your social content so that you can then track back those link clicks, track back the sales, track back any leads that you've generated and track it all directly back to the content that you've shared. 
Now, if you haven't heard of a UTM before, it's a way of tracking where somebody has come from. So where they've clicked that link from. And you might have seen if you've ever clicked, it's easier to see on desktop, but if you've ever clicked via Facebook, for example, the link doesn't come up as like a really short URL that you're used to seeing. It has this weird ending on it. And that's the UTM. And when you're using UTMs, you can then see the data in Google Analytics. So you can then prove your return on investment to clients. So you need to include those every single time you share a link, including in your stories, including in your link in bio, uh, anywhere, anytime you're sharing a link. And some schedulers like Agora Pulse, for example, will have a built-in UTM builder. So you won't even really need to put too much thought into it because it will do it all for you. Another benefit of using Google Analytics is when you're not getting sales, but you know that you are sending people to that website. So if your client was to ever say to you, oh, I don't know whether this is working, we're not getting sales. If you've got Google Analytics tracking you can see and show your client that, yes, you are, in fact, getting people onto their website. Now, if people are then on their website and aren't converting, that is not the fault of a social media manager. That is the fault of their website. So it's a, it's great to be able to prove your worth as well. And it's it's good for a client to hear that. Client, if a client doesn't know anything about Google Analytics, but you're able to say to them, look, I've sent a thousand people to your site and not one of them have become a lead or sold or bought anything, then you've, they, they've got that information, that intelligence to then do something about it. So it is a positive thing. And it's something that we recommend you should start to get your head around as much as possible. And also on that note, it's definitely worth having Google Analytics set up on your own website. It's not just your clients who should have this. Even if you don't get much website traffic right now, it's worth setting up Google Analytics now so that when you are getting that data, you can continue to look at it. And if you don't have that set up and you've no idea what we're talking about, there is some Google Analytics training in our Social Media Managers Toolkit. We'll put the link for that in the show notes, or you can just go to the twolauras.com forward slash toolkit. And when it comes to UTMs, we do also have some UTM training in our membership, the Inner Hub. So if you are a member, go and log in and you'll be able to find that training. If you're not a member, then get your name on the waiting list. We'll be opening again soon, no doubt. And the link for that is the twolauras.com forward slash Inner Hub. We'll put both of those links in the show notes for you so you can go and check those out. So if you find it difficult or awkward to sell on social media, but you're determined to get better results for your clients and for your own business, we would really encourage you to consider using a launch model when it comes to selling on social media. And if you want to learn exactly how you can do that for any industry, then head over to the twolauras.com forward slash social PRF to join the list for the social PRF program. That is our psychology-driven social media marketing program where you learn everything you need to know to grow visibility, to build relationships, and also to add a launch into your social media strategy so that you can get sales. The link again is twolauras.com forward slash social PRF. We'll pop it in the show notes as well. And that's it for this week's episode. In the next episode, we'll be talking about how you can reach more clients and make more money in Q4. So make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss it.